0: Hi guys, Amy here. I'm back for Series 2 of my podcast, The Boring Shit You Need to Know About Business. In Series 2, I'm so excited to bring you more business owners and conversation to challenge the way we do things in business. Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast. This week's episode I'm very, very excited about. I wanted to talk about one of my favorite topics that I stumbled across a few years ago. And it's not, I guess it's not a topic that was unknown to me, but the author of the book, Mini Habits, Stephen Guys. now I apologize if I haven't said his surname correctly. It stumbled across my desk and I think it kind of, just structuralized the concept for me. So it's not, it wasn't a new concept to me. It just provided a little bit more structure. And I had so many aha moments in relation to this particular topic of mini habits and I guess the concept of mini habits. So I wanted to spend some time today just talking to you about how mini habits and and creating mini habits in my business world has helped transform the way I do certain things and helped me along on that day-to-day kind of stuck moment. Now I'm hoping I'm not alone when I say this. If I go back a couple of steps and think about my day-to-day and you know those baskets that I magically appear out of thin air that I put all the too hard to do stuff in and have put all the too hard to do stuff in and and potter around doing some of the other stuff or or get to it at some point. And I'm assuming I'm not alone when I say that, but this whole concept of mini habits really transformed the way I deal with those buckets, or those tasks or the flow of the way in which my day is going to run. And how it made me feel. So I wanted to share that with you. But let me take you back to the roots of how I came across this concept in terms of the way Stephen, guys, was able to pull it together for me. So Stephen's approach to mini habits was more along the lines of weight loss. And that's what he talks about when he talks about these mini habits, helping with weight loss. But in understanding a little bit more about what he was saying in terms of the concept, it really took me to a different level and I could I could see how adopting this type of premise or this type of way of doing things could really help me get through some of the tasks in my business, get through my days, understand what I need to achieve and feel like I was achieving anything. So let me take you to what Stephen suggests is a mini habit and he basically says "is a mini habit is a very small positive behavior that you force yourself to do every day. Stephen basically says that positive habits can multiply your results and your success yet anyone who has tried to change existing habits or build new habits will know how difficult the process can be right? So it's that whole concept of, or subscribing to the notion that trying to break the tasks down into smaller, more manageable tasks will in fact create better or more productivity in your world. Now, As I mentioned, Stephen refers to mini habits in relation to weight loss. So let me give you an example that I came across when I was looking at mini habits as a concept. And one of the examples that he gave or along these lines is that if you're going to wake up one day and say, I'm going to get fit, right? I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to get fit. So every morning I'm going to wake up and I'm going to do 100 sit-ups. Sure, that may last day one, possibly day two. But sustaining that volume early on in your journey, you're not going to be able to sustain it long-term and still feel good about it. Because nine times out of 10, you're going to fail at it. And that feeling of failing just puts us right back to the start again. So I guess what Stephen's saying is, I believe what he's saying is, why not take it one step at a time? And that is, instead of committing to 100 sit-ups, when you're first starting out on your journey, commit to something that you know is achievable, but make sure it's small enough that you can't fail at it or you won't fail at it. So for example, in this situation of doing sit-ups, instead of going out and say, I'm going to do a hundred sit-ups, why not start with, I'm going to do five. I know it sounds probably against everything we know about weight loss to only do five, but it's so small that we're likely to achieve it more times than we're not. And if you're anything like me, when you're down on the floor doing five of them, you're likely to stay there for a little bit longer and think, why not bash out a few more? But the reality of the situation is, is that if I only do five, even if I don't do more for that day, if I only do the five I set out to To achieve, I've achieved what I set out that I said I was going to do for the day. So even if I don't do 20, because that's not what I said I was going to do, I said I was only going to do five, doing five makes me feel good because I achieve what I set out to achieve. If I do 20, great, it's exceeding my expectations. But feeling good about achieving what I set out to achieve, regardless of how stupidly small that concept might be, it brings about those endorphins and makes me feel like I'm getting somewhere because I achieved what I said I was going to achieve. I love this because like I said, we're subscribing to the notion that if we find something that we, or we set a focus on something that is so hard to fail at, we're constantly going to be moving forward because the endorphins are going to allow us to keep moving. So basically the first barrier or step needs to be so small, so mini, that even those people that feel stuck will find that early success. And that's what Stephen talks about, finding that early success. And then all of a sudden you begin to reverse the way you see that task and the way that task impacts your life right away, because there's that real positive connotation to it, and then so on. And Those mini habits are broken up so much that they then become part of your everyday. Right. And what's gonna happen is when you're feeling great about it, there's going your mindset towards the tasks are going to shift. So Stephen talks about how a behavior becomes a habit and being able to recognize that once we achieve and continue to achieve by doing these small yet impactful. processes on a day-to-day basis, an hour-by-hour basis, whatever you set it out to be, you feel as though it then becomes a habit into your world. And you'll know that because there'll be no resistance to start with because you're just going to do it. It's going to feel easier for you to do that behavior than to not do it because you've been doing it in small doses and seeing the results of your persistence. Next, they're going to become like a mindless action so Stephen says that you'll engage in the behavior without a second thought. So it's going to just become, if you, if you set into your day, for example, if we, if we put weight loss aside, if you set into your day that you're going to start your day at 4.30 every day. So 4.30 could be doable, or if you want to break it down even further and you usually get up at 6, maybe you start with 5.30. So 5.30 comes you get into the habit or this behavior of getting up at 5.30 then becomes a habit. It becomes a mindless action that you will continue to do without a second thought. So all of a sudden you're getting up at 5.30. So then being able to achieve that 4.30 mark becomes more realistic because 5.30, once it becomes a habit, it might be easier for you to take a smaller step again to get up at 5 o'clock no resistance, it's easier to do. you're seeing the benefits of getting up earlier because you can fit in other aspects of your day like meditation or exercise and then it becomes that mindless action that we talk about without giving it a second thought. And before you know it, by taking those smaller steps and those easier steps with no resistance, you then may get to a point where 4:30 is so achievable, it was easy for you to get there because you broke it up. Getting up at six o'clock and then wanting to get up at 30 may not be sustainable straight away. We all love our sleep. I get that. So break it down. And that's what I mean by when I say that the concept isn't new to me. I always knew that if I broke certain aspects down, I could achieve more, but I wasn't really pulling that together as a concept that I could apply and it could then become a habit. Whereas this is where the penny dropped for me. On top of that, behaviors or a sign that a behavior can become a habit is when you stop worrying about it. You don't worry about missing a day because if it's truly a habit, you know you're going to do it anyway. So all of a sudden this mindless action, this no resistance turns into, I'm not worrying about it because I'm going to do it. I get like this when it comes to weight loss. Right? All of a sudden if I say, oh my goodness, I'm going to start my diet on Monday. Then Monday comes around and my whole day is consumed by the fact that I'm on a diet. So I'm constantly worried about this diet, this diet, this diet. When in actual fact, if I took smaller steps to adjust my lifestyle potentially where there was no resistance, I probably wouldn't worry about it as much. Next, you know, behaviours become habits when there's that non-emotion you know, that don't worry about it and normalization to the fact that I'm getting up at 4.30 every morning. It's just what I do now. It's just how it is. I go for my walk. It's I start my day with a coffee or whatever it might be. That's the normalization. And this is who I am now. And it's okay because I don't, I'm not resisting it. I can see the benefits of it. And I feel really good about it. The other thing that Stephen says is another sign that a behavior is a habit is when it's boring. He suggests that good habits are not exciting. They're just good for you. So there's some reality in that, you know, just being able to add more time into your day, potentially, if we're talking about from a business perspective or even the weight loss thing like I talked about. If it's boring, we're just doing it. We're doing it because we know it's good for us. We're not, we've normalized it. We're not worrying about it. There's no resistance. We just see the benefits of turning this particular behavior into a habit in our world. He did say though, that there are some rules when you do go down this path for implementing a mini habit. Okay. A couple of things. First, never ever cheat First and foremost, don't cheat on yourself because you're only cheating on yourself. You know, we talk about those five sit-ups. Don't cheat it out. Just do the five or break it down even smaller if five is too much for you to achieve. Because remember, the, the aim here is get to a point where it's normalized in your world. And it's not going to be normalized if there's that resistance. The next, he says, is be happy with all the progress. If you did the five and you go about your day, Be happy about it. You achieved what you set out to achieve. Don't beat yourself up when you're down there and think, well, I could have done 20. That's not what you set out to achieve. You set out to achieve the five. He then says to reward yourself often, especially after a mini habit. Now, from a weight loss perspective, if I think about rewarding myself, I'm probably going to have chocolate. It's just my thing. But. There are other ways that you can reward yourself. Um, stay level-headed. And I think that's that whole mindless action, normalization, don't worry about it. Just stay on the path. Remember why you're doing something and don't let it consume you. The minute you cons- it consumes you, it's still a behavior. It's not a habit. It's consuming you. And there's that worry that we talked about before that we need to alleviate. We just want to normalize it. He also says if you feel strong resistance... Back off and go smaller. I think that's really, really important because, again, we're naturally wanting to get to our goals a lot quicker, so we tend to set them higher, convincing ourselves at that moment when we set that goal that we're going to be able to achieve it every single time. But, you know, I say this in relation to budgets when I'm speaking to some of my clients, and I guess this is the connection too, is that don't go too hard out of the gate. Be realistic. Look at your resources that you have available to you, understand how the year's going to run, understand whether or not you're going to be able to achieve it. Because if if you're constantly not achieving what you set out to achieve, whether it be a budget or weight loss or anything, you're going to feel this strong resistance to the process. And it's not the process's fault. It's how you're handling the process. But don't be afraid to pull back and say, you know What? increase on last year's profit was probably too much. Don't be afraid to say that because you're only kidding yourself if you don't say it. You're only going to continue to fail and feel bad if you don't say it to yourself. So know when to back down, know when to go smaller, know when to readjust and realign so that you continue to feel as though you are now achieving what you need to achieve and feel good about it. Always remind yourself how easy it is when you achieve those five sit-ups or when you achieved your 5% margin or when you're able to follow through on a particular process. Remind yourself how easy it was at that time because often when we reflect, sometimes we only see the bad in it. We only think about how difficult it was to get up at 4.30 in the morning as opposed to thinking, what about all the positives that came from me getting up? Never think that a small step is too small. This is what, I love this part of it. You know, never think that a small step is too small. The reality of the situation is, it's not too small if you're achieving it. And that's the beauty of it. Because getting from A to B is all about all the little stuff in between. It's not about taking the massive leap Because we're probably not going to be able to do that every single time. This is a really good analogy. Say you put your destination into your sat nav in your car on where you want to go. So you type in the address of where you want to go. It then indicates to you where you are. So it shows you where you are and shows you the distance between where you are and where you've got to go. But then what happens when you hit go, yep, I'm ready to go, it breaks it down into small manageable steps. So turn right at the roundabout, take the second exit, turn at Smith Street, turn right, whatever the instructions are, it breaks it down into small achievable tasks so that we can actually get to where we're headed. And it's the same here. Don't ever think a small step is too small because we wouldn't have got from destination A to destination B if we hadn't turned left, turned right, went straight, followed the road for two kilometers, whatever it might be. And it's the same when you're thinking about these habits or these behaviors and how you want to make them a habit in your business. Don't get disgruntled. Don't think you need to be any further along than what the next step is. Because if you try to race along, you're going to miss it every single time. If you try to skip a step, you're probably going to miss it too. And if you go back and really think about whenever you've achieved something and you've been so happy that you have achieved it, how you broke it down to get to that level of achievement, it was probably in smaller steps that you may not have set out to, to create in the first place, but you needed to do them to be able to get to where you wanted to get to. So don't ever think that that any small step is too small. I love that part. Next is put extra energy and ambition into going bigger or not going bigger because Stephen says bigger is not the requirement but put extra energy when you're at a point where that behavior actually is a habit when we talked about it before that it's boring, it's normalized, it's something we don't worry about anymore, it's There's no resistance and it's mindless that we just get it done. Work through how that extra energy that you have or that extra ambition because you're achieving so much through the processes that you've got in place can actually then be achieved. How do you then put that extra step in? How do you then create the next small step to move on? And I think whilst I've laid the foundations of what Stephen goes through when he talks about mini habits, I hope you can see that there's some real relativity to business. And so I adopt this concept of mini habits a lot in my business because sometimes, and I'm no tech wizard, it drives me insane. I'm so bad at it. But what I've realized very, very quickly is that if I adopt this concept of breaking it down into smaller tasks, breaking it down into even the smallest task to be able to say can i connect one component of my tech to something else to my process that i need the beauty of that and the i guess endorphins for me in that is that i'm starting to automate my business and i love that i love that i feel as though even that though that's a real grey area for me i can still achieve things i may not be able to do it all but by breaking it down into smaller components The other beauty of all of that is I can then identify where there are gaps and who I might need to call on to help me fix that gap. So I love this concept. You know, you can apply it to cash flow. Very few people wake up with a million dollars in their bank account after having two dollars there. Very few people. If you're one of the lucky ones, please let us know how you do it. I'd be happy to have you on my podcast to talk more about it and share the love. I know it happens and it can happen. I'm not saying it doesn't, but nine times out of 10, I'd love to bet that you had a lot of mini habits in that process that you were able to achieve to get from that step to the million dollars. I bet you went through all of that. It shouldn't be painstaking, it shouldn't be hard. It should be something that you take on board. You know, I there is like I said, there are so many steps in what I have to achieve that sometimes I try to avoid them. But I think if I just break it down, even if I do a small bit at a time, I will actually achieve what I need to achieve. So if if we lend the concept that Stephen has so graciously put together for us to understand this mini habits, the message Right there is being able to reverse that difficulty in our world. The result should be this increase in productivity and he terms them as healthy behaviors. But I think even if his term of healthy behaviors relates to weight loss, I think from a business perspective, having just good business processes in place and your mindset right creates a healthy behavior to start your day or to tackle your day you know there there are different types of ways that i've heard over the years where people have broken down their calendars made sure that it's they set themselves meetings even if those meetings aren't so much with someone else but they're to complete a particular task this is what i'm saying the the concept is is there it's always been there it's now can be termed a mini habit for turning your behaviors into a mini habits so I don't know, I I don't know how you feel about that, but I I love it and I love all the concepts that relate to that and all the different ways in which you can adopt like the, I think it's called the Pomodoro method where you set a timer and say for 15 minutes, this is what I'm going to achieve or for 10 minutes or two minutes or, you know, if if we go back to Stephen's premise, go with two if you have to. If you can hold your focus for two minutes to achieve what you have to achieve, don't be so down on yourself that it's only two minutes because I can bet your bottom dollar when you feel great about it, that two minutes eventually might be 15 and that 15 might eventually be a lot longer. But don't worry about that right now. You know, start small and feel good about it. Don't you love mini habits like I do? (laughs) I'm not sure, but I could talk about it all day. Please do yourself a favor and check out Stephen's book. And again, I'm 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 not an associate of Stevens. I don't I, I'm not an affiliate in any particular way. I'm just a really big fan of this concept of mini habits. And so I think we can learn a lot from that just in a daily life and weight loss as well. That's the path that you're taking. So thank you so much for your time today. I really do appreciate it. I hope you got some takeaway from it, just like I did. If you've got any other questions, feel free to hit me up. But uh, whatever you're doing today, I hope you make it count. And that's it, guys, for another episode of The Boring Shit You Need to Know About Business. I'm Amy Pachata, and I'll see you next time.